All right, it's Saturday morning, and uh, I waited about five minutes because I put out an invite to the person that got me started podcasting on Anchor FM. Let's, let's give a shout out to our sponsors at Anchor FM, right? So it is uh, Saturday morning, October 12th. And uh, it's an Arizona morning. We're walking bud. There's not a cloud in the sky. The sun's been up for about an hour. It is a brisk, brisk, I must say, 68 degrees with a 28% humidity. So 28% is pretty wet, or you know, for Arizona. We're, we've, we're known to, like, have 6% humidity i don't know four percent is like the lowest i've seen it's usually in june when it's like 115 you'll get like a four percent humidity but we're 28 a whopping 28 with a dew point temperature which makes no sense of 31.2 and that means water will start to condense on stuff at 31.2 which is below the freezing temperature which is kind of odd right because if water liquid condenses it would and it's 31.2 then it should turn into solid ice so there you go i don't understand that phenomenon see your pod you know this is a podcast host that probably knows a lot of stuff but i don't know the answer to that one so there you go folks so why podcast this morning i you know got to walk the bud we had a very different day yesterday. Um, my wife uh, wanted to go up to Sedona. So uncharacteristic to me, I usually like resist stuff and just kind of put up a stink. I just got a ornery nature. Can you believe that? Do you think I really have an ornery kind of nature? But anyway, so we got, yeah, we left at eight in the morning. We, you know, usually we we want to get out and it just for whatever reason things delay delay i usually blame it on my wife right why not you know <laughs> it's like i'm i'm ready i'm ready to go you know and then i get upset because like we didn't leave at 7 50 you know come on we gotta go we gotta go it's 7 50 but uh yeah we left we left at eight <laughs> and i didn't care right so we're cruising up, and, and my wife discovered some things about Sedona that were kind of interesting. And oh, by the way, the, I invited the, um, the CEO of a publishing company, and I was going to honor her and ask her questions and tell her how wonderful I think she is and what a wonderful thing she's got going. And I just wanted to uh, encourage her to keep going. And also hang in there with me because I do have a book that's there. And I got some great messages in the, in the book. And uh, some really cool, cool, great things. Game-changing, maybe. Maybe it's game-changing. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I wanted to honor her and, you know, interview her promote her you know let you all you know because my audience needs to know about paper raven books right 
you just need to know that. Even though the one or two listeners are probably already know that already. But, you know, these podcasts are going to go viral, right, at some point, right? So they'll be in the archives. And it'll be like millions of people will uh, will just want to go back to the beginning. The beginning of uh, this whole buddy walks. And here comes another dog. We're, gonna, we're uh, pausing for a bit as Buddy sees another dog. Good morning. Oh, you got to pick him up? She's going to go crazy? Too friendly. Hey, bud. Come on, bud. You don't need to bark. So the dogs are out this morning. Yeah. It's nice and cool. And uh, so I was back on Sedona, right? So we're, Sedona sounds like a cool place to go to, right? And some, some of the listeners, the one or two, may not live in Arizona, so they can't just drive two hours. To go to Sedona, which is that beautiful city with the red rocks, and it's just fantastic. Put it on your bucket list. You got to go to Sedona and the Grand Canyon. Wow, I mean, Arizona does have a lot of sightseeing places. So back to the important things, right? Relationships. It's all about relationships. So um, for whatever reason, I didn't, I just kind of chilled. I said, all right. I, I'm not going to try to control anything today. I'm just going to go with it. Really, that's so rare for me. You know, I guess it was kind of like a Sabbath yesterday, right? So that, that's one of the new buzz things. Like, oh, everyone should have a Sabbath day of rest. You know, let's let's take a Sabbath day. <laughs> and I'm so I'm so uh, sarcastic about it, right? Because I don't know. I mean. Because I'll argue anything, right? So, like, I, I listen to people that love the Sabbath day of rest. They love it. They'll talk, they'll podcast about it and say how wonderful it is, the Sabbath day of rest. You know, put the phone away, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know? So pretty much I have my phone away. And this is the all or nothing thinking, right? So a lot of times we speak on podcasts or talk about experience, and we're probably embellishing it, making it like, way more significant than perhaps it is, right? So so my argument against the Sabbath, all these, the, the people that love the Sabbath day of rest, you know, is kind of like, well, really? I mean, I mean, did, did Jesus model that for us in those three years of ministry? You know, remember, didn't he get in trouble because he, like, healed people on the Sabbath? Oh, wow. New twist. So maybe Jesus isn't for a Sabbath day of rest, huh? 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 Oh, well, sorry to throw that little twist out there for you, but, you know, I just did. Three years. I don't think Jesus ever had a Sabbath day of rest. <laughs> of course, of course, he was God, right? So, so maybe he didn't need to. Or maybe every day was a Sabbath day of rest for him. I guess if you're God, you're like in control of everything. So I guess that's kind of peaceful being in control of everything <laughs> for our humans for us trying to be in control of things is probably like the ultimate stress in life right so back to the tra- practicality yesterday we left at eight o'clock and my wife um 
either Googled something. I suspected that she talked to somebody. I don't know. I was There's some uh, trendy people that she knows that are like always doing the latest hip things, you know. But I, apparently she found this just looking around herself and she's like, hey, Cornville, Cornville, Arizona. Now, definitely Cornville does not sound sexy like Sedona, right? The red rocks of Sedona. So if I say the word Cornville, I mean, it, it brings up images of, uh, of uh, maybe Green Acres or something. Zsa Zsa Gabor and things. Green Acres, Cornville. Turns out Cornville is about a 15-minute drive from Sedona. So how ironic is that? You've got you got this like uh, vortex city. They call you know like all these spiritualists, the most spiritual city on the planet, Sedona. <laughs> Morning. So it's uh, Sedona. And uh, then you got Cornville, Cornville. Now, I've, this is, you know, it's new to me, this whole thing, right? Because I've lived in Arizona for 20-some years. I've never heard of Cornville. And yet, I've been to, to Sedona many, many times. And, uh, oh, there's Bud's got something in his foot. I got to, we got we to gotta take care of this paw, Bud. What do you got in there, Bud? You got something? Oh, there we go. We got rid of that. Yeah. Now you're going to walk so much better. Bud can now walk without uh, three-legged walking. Wasn't working too well for this guy. So we got a little thorn out of his paw. This is a little one. It wasn't really like in his paw, but what I'm learning is the guy, Bud, is like real sensitive. You know, get a little twig in his paw and he's like, it's like a like a nail or something. It, look, it looks like he's acting like he's got a nail. But, of course, he didn't yelp or anything. So it's just kind of inconvenient. But we took care of it. So Cornville, this is kind of funny. I, I have not heard a podcast on Cornville. Maybe, I, yeah, I think this is the perfect title for this podcast. Cornville. But we, we mix other subjects in there, like changing the world through self-publishing. And my epiphany last night, which was, hey, wait a minute. Self-publishing, that's, that's interesting. It sounds like something new, right? And then I go, like, where do I spend most of my time reading? What's, like, the most popular book ever written? Oh, the Bible. The Bible, right? So guess what? The Bible self-published. <laughs> and they started before Kindle. So sorry, Jeff Bezos. You didn't create self-publishing. <laughs> Oh, Jeff, Amazon, Amazon, you created self-publishing. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Just like everything. Everything goes back to God himself. God himself inspired the inherent inherent word of God through (laughs) self-publishing. Oh, gosh. Boy, am I getting sarcastic. But anyways, there you go. So maybe the one listener will get a kick out of that, who was supposed to be the guest on today's podcast, but probably had laundry to do or something important, right? Not, not join a 30-minute podcast 
unscripted because like not everybody's ready for the unscripted unscripted podcast where it simply is the things we think but do not podcast podcast so there you go um so sedona cornville cornville's cool because they have wineries there right so again the desert the desert is known for wine, of course, right? Just like France and the Napa Valley, Sonoma Valley. Yes, Cornville, Arizona is wine country. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Hey, good morning. We got another dog here. That's a, that's a heavy one there. All right. What's up, bud? Don't bark. Now. Oh, come on, bud. There we go. Yeah. No really excellent podcast should be afraid to be interrupted. Inter- interrupted by dog barking, right? I mean, we've got the high fidelity speakers, microphone, the the backdrop behind me so like we can do this on YouTube as well you know this is this is slick slick podcasting at its best and uh, so we got the winery you get there at 10 in the morning they just open head in there there's a few other people there when we get sold the, the $35 combo wine tasting and cheese plate of course right talk to the nice lady at the counter she is a veteran of the bashes grocery store empire very nice very interesting woman and i have a soft spot for grocery stores shout out to you grocery store people gotta love the grocery stores america's beautiful grocery stores available open good stuff Get that food. Enjoy your day. And um, so, yeah, we sat down, had some wine, and an hour and a half later, it's still before noon, let's go drive through into Sedona now. So you go from Cornville, which, by the way, a side note, is uh, the actual winery is, is something called Page Springs along the Oak Creek Canyon. So if you go to the resort Enchanted. Enchanted is this really fancy resort, like five, six, seven hundred bucks a night, two hundred dollar massages, just living at large, baby, at Enchanted Resort. But uh, just a few miles away, you've got the wine tasting. And uh, Sedona's beautiful, lots of views. You don't have to go to Enchanted to enjoy it. And Sedona, I'd, I, yeah, definitely recommend it. Probably not. I mean, Cornville, I don't know if I would make that my first um, stop. I mean, actually now, I, I, for me, I think it's almost a must if I go to Sedona to stop in Cornville at a winery and just have a little Arizona wine tasting. They've been there 20-some years, 
open up the winery. winery. And they have a really cute logo, a little squirrel. Tipsy squirrel or something. Squirrel drinking some wine. And uh, I don't know how good it was. I mean, we had, well, they had like, like four, four whites and five reds, one ounces. So that's nine ounces of wine, which, really, you know, it's like a glass, a big glass of wine. Um, and so I thought of my Frenchman uh, who would probably get a kick out of it. Because, you know, the French have got to know their wine, right? If anyone knows wine, it's got to be a Frenchman, right? I don't know wine, but I taste it. I had a few favorites. It was a good day. Great, great wine tasting. Bought a couple bottles. And the glasses, of course. Got to have the glasses of the squirrels. And then we off to Oak Creek Canyon, going through Sedona. Beautiful scenery. And uh, go to the hiking area. So there's a slide rock for the kids. More athletic, get in the water. More in the summertime heat type place. Very nice. And, uh, and then... A few miles beyond that, an Oak Creek Canyon Road, the 89A, you uh, arrive at a park. And so we walked the dog through the park. Bud had a great day yesterday. He was uh, fording some some creek water, so he got wet a little bit. He doesn't really like the water, but he kind of had to get in a little bit. Fortunately, none of us fell in. I mean, this, you're just basically going across rocks and, and uh, walking through the woods, seeing some beautiful Sedona-type rock. And there you go. And then we uh, headed back in the evening. And uh, there's a big traffic jam through Sedona because they have a couple of stoplights and a couple of stoplights and a roundabout. So it doesn't, the traffic kind of gets snarled up. So it probably took like 20 minutes to go two miles or so. And then we, we got out of there. And uh, dog behind fence. And uh, got, behind, got beyond there, went to a, um, stopped a little bit. So it took like, it seemed like, what was it, almost an, I don't know, a half hour or something just to go a little short distance. So we waited, and then we headed out again, and we stopped at, uh, what is it called, Rock Springs? Yeah, Rock Springs, where they're famous for their big pies. So they got uh, some, some big pies on I-17 in uh, Arizona. So, I mean, I, I, my first experience of Arizona goes way back to when I was a child. And, uh, but man, this place has really sprung up. I mean, just amazing. It's probably still growing. And, and uh, who can beat it? It's like October 12th now. It's beautiful sunshine. It's uh, 68, probably going to be in the 80s today. I should probably take a look just to see. I got some honeydew lists to do the front do some yard work, which I'll probably want to do soon. But uh, what is it going to be today for temperature-wise? We've got 
It says 89. Oh, that's a beautiful temperature, 89. And uh, 65 right now. So yeah, um, Arizona, it's growing. And uh, we started out the morning, first stop, Cornville, Page Springs, winery, very nice. And we headed back kind of through that way. There's Cottonwood. And there's another drink now called Kombucha in Cottonwood, Arizona, which Cottonwood is, there's, I think there's a tree there, right? There's a Cottonwood tree. So naming a town Cottonwood isn't quite that unusual. But Cornville, where, you know, this Arizona is not really known for its corn, right? Not cornfield, so a bit odd. But Cottonwood, Kombucha. And they have these fancy purple bottles. And I was doing an automation. They wanted to automate some of their manufacturing process at the end of the line there to uh, increase their production of kombucha. It's actually a really nice tasting kombucha. So there's everybody, there's, that kombucha is a big thing now. There's, it's almost like micro brews and home roasted coffee. It's a fad. No, it's not really a fad, but it's kind of cool, right? This one's a good tasting one. My wife even tasted it and said it was pretty good. I, I don't make it a regular habit of drinking kombucha, but maybe I feel so great that maybe I better start. Maybe I should drink 16 ounces of kombucha every day because listen to this podcast, man. We're on fire today, aren't we? We're just on fire. So um, what else? What else? Cornville. It was, oh, it was founded in 1885. So here's the funny thing about Arizona, right? So it's, um, <laughs> there weren't that many people here in 1885. You had Tombstone, which is down by St. Louis, the famous OK Corral and Doc Holiday and the whole shootout thing going on. But Cornville was also formed in 1885. Prescott was the, um, I believe was the, main happening at the time. Now it's Phoenix. And we're between Tucson and Prescott. And we're like in the valley, or as one guy says, the basin. The basin. Hello, Basinonians, as he says. So we're in the basin. And uh, it's a nice little basin. Hot. And it is what it is. But it's funny because 100 years ago, there was like hardly anybody here because there was no AC, air conditioning. So now we get the three to four months are covered with AC, and then we get eight months of uh, really don't need the AC because it's not too bad out. So that's Arizona, and other thoughts are the Carl Mai, which I, I don't know if I mentioned that before, but uh, dang, that guy is interesting from the Dresden of Germany area. Quite a character. I learned some things about him this week. And uh, he uh, was quite, uh, got himself in some trouble. <laughs> so, but he was also a big writer, apparently, like the number one writer in of, uh, of German history, which is pretty amazing considering like the scholarly people would say like, 
Wolfgang Goethe, you know, is the the best or the most important. Probably is more important than Karl May, but uh, you know, Karl wrote for the masses, for everybody. He wrote for everybody, and so um, and his his big hit was Vinatu, his uh, fictional series about uh, the southwest of the United States, Indians, and um, so the, the main characters I learned were Vinatu, he's a chief, and then his, he had a friend, an American um, guy named Old Shatterhand, and he was, Shatterhand was a German descent that came to the U.S. and ended up out here in the southwest. And the books are written like in the 1890s. And the comical thing is the guy's never been to the Southwest, but he, he had a great imagination, somehow pieced together things and talked about various um, Southwest type things. So Carl May, very interesting character. And, and uh, you can see some videos on YouTube and. A lot of Germans, I mean, there's 80 million Germans, and almost all of them appreciate old Karl May and Vinatu. The kids read the stories. And I heard some someone describe Karl May as um, um, writing about what really matters in life, you know, like love and relationships. And Vinatu and old Shatterhand were like the, the um, example of being great. Right. So uh, definitely different, right? You got your American Indian dude in Arizona in the 1880s and a wandering immigrant from Germany out into the pioneering of the USA. So it's a great, great little story. So my, my German relatives, I was suggesting like a Carl my themed coffee roasting business and he's like well in germany that would be a problem because you'd have to pay them off there's you know you can't just take a copyrighted dude but raises the question like hey we're in the u.s so what do we owe what do we owe? <laughs> do we owe you clowns anything in germany if we create the carl my roast and Vinatu Roast, these are all his characters, Old Shatterhand Roast, an Old Shatterhand Latte, brew type stuff. And uh, so I don't know, I'm not ready to chase that down, I'm letting it go for now. But it, it seems like a nice theme, and I don't see why the Germans would, you know, it's like, hey, I'm promoting your your country's number one writer, pub, you know, book selling, whatever you want to call it, published dude. Nobody's ever heard of him in the U.S., so, and he wrote about Arizona, so why not? Let's work together. Let's have a win-win situation. Maybe it's coming together. Dresden, make the Dresden-Arizona connection through Carl Mai. <laughs> you know, why not? 
for that. We'll see. Um, so, Bud, we're out here by the wall. We've got a 14-foot sound barrier wall. And uh, the freeway is supposed to be open by the end of 2019. That's... Uh, We've got middle of October, so we got about 10 to 12 more weeks, folks. And uh, so that's that's going to happen. Um, what else? So I don't know if Bud's going to want to go see the kids. That's always fun. I'll, I'll kind of walk him. We'll see if he walks by the kids' house. Uh, and uh, goes to the front door. It's a good day to do it because it's Saturday morning. And uh, the boys, the two boys, probably would like to uh, see that. Hey, good morning. We got some big dogs out here, the big dogs. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. No worries. Three good dogs. All right. You got three varieties here. Very different varieties, right? Is this a giant schnauzer here or something? This is actually a puggle. A puggle? A pug and a beagle. Oh. Oh, that one. How about this big one here? This is a labradoodle. Labradoodle? Uh, standard size, and this is a mini, mini labradoodle. Mini. Okay, gills. Let the puppy go on his walk, okay? You guys are having a good day. That's great. Yeah, have a good one, bud. All right, let's go, bud. So, three doggies. Three doggies. Cornville podcast. Remember that? Popcorn. <laughs> this, is, this is the Shicky Mickey. Shicky Mickey. I don't know if that's a German thing or not, but that's. Why not? Let's introduce Shicky Mickey. Cornville is not Shicky Mickey. And uh, it's like the Gagan tile, the opposite. So for if you want to learn a lot of German Gagen tile, opposite. Das ist die oder der Gagen tile. And, uh, or das. Der, die oder das. Hey, bud. Opposite. And Sedona is the ultimate in Schickimitki. And the Enchanted Resort is the, the uber Schickimitki Resort. And, uh, you know, you can, you can walk around Sedona, enjoy it, go on the pink Jeep tours, which have been around for 20 years, but they must have like 100 Jeeps now, <laughs> pink, pink Jeep tour. So what an operation that is. And I'm sure they love it. People love driving people around off-road in Sedona. Just amazing. Had a nice conversation, because I do talk to strangers. Um, uh, a, a nice stranger at the the mall there. She probably was 65, 75. She's pretty, pretty well, pretty healthy though. Bud, you want to go say hi? We'll go say hi. Bud's here. He's gonna go to the door. I, there's no car here, so I don't know if anybody's home. But let's ring the bell because you never know. nice sounding bell is this one of those uh it's not branded though it might be one of these uh 
I can't tell. It's, it's like if it, was, if it was the official ring. Oh, wait, we got someone at the door. Hey, somebody's at the door. Hey, buddy. The car's gone already. Are the boys out? No, they're sleeping. Oh, they're sleeping yeah, still? Melissa's hiking. Oh, Melissa's hiking. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're still in bed. <laughs> What is this a this is not a ring though. This is somebody else's brand or what is it? Yeah, it, I don't know. It was a gift from All right. Um part 2, Cornville. Part 2. So I think I might have to edit um about 20 minutes out of a previous segment. Um I stopped and talked to uh, Bud wanted to talk to the boys. They were still sleeping. So I may need to leave that in. Cuz Bud has kind of a a sense for houses and people and the two boys, Gavin and Grant, are there. So I ended up talking to Dad, Terry. It was, I thought it was kind of fun. I mean, I was thinking he didn't know we were doing a podcast, and I don't know if you can hear him or not, but uh, we were talking about mortgages and bubbles and funnels and good stuff, you know? So, uh, yeah, and then I tried, like, oh, I thought, well, it's been an hour, so maybe I'll try my CEO friend and see if she wants to be a, be a guest on the podcast. But I gave her, oh, I gave her, like, two minutes, two minutes to respond. I mean, you know, I I think everybody should have their earbuds in their pocket and ready to podcast at any moment, right? I mean, you never know when you could be called. As a guest on Buddy Owners Schnoodle Walks, because Bud gets walked a lot, so um, twice a day usually. This is the morning walk, and um, you could get called in. And uh, I've only done that once with the general, but uh, I kind of like the idea. But the, the only thing is, it takes everybody to be spontaneous themselves, right? So how spontaneous are you? <laughs> am I, I going to virtue signal the listeners? Like, how spontaneous are you? So am I like the, I'm not the maximum. I'm spontaneous in my own way, right? So you, you can uh, divide this thing up and say, like, well, I'm really spontaneous when it comes to this, you know? But I'm not really spontaneous in a lot of other areas, so... Again, the Gaussian distribution, you know, outlier, average, we're all on the spectrum somewhere. So I'm probably about 10 minutes from, from home. And part of me is like, I could trim up that first 55 minute segment and try to get rid of some erroneous stuff. But I really, I only have... Um, like one listener, maybe two. So, I mean, really, is it, I mean, I know I love you guys. I mean, you're very important to me, and one or two listeners, and and uh, really, like, seven billion people on the planet should probably listen to my podcast instead of spending 15 seconds reading the President of the United States, the most powerful man on the planet. Don't spend 15 seconds reading one of his tweets you know, chill out. Listen to an hour of Arizona's schnoodle walks, right? You know, it's, it's like yoga. It's really good for the soul. The sailor. 
The things you learn here are just amazing, right? Sela, S-E-E-L-E, the soul. Ein Mann muss eine gute Laune haben. A Laune, ein guter Laune. It's like a good attitude. You gotta have a good attitude. And a gute Laune. And sometimes the German language, for me, it, it, uh, it's just the words, the, so the sound of the words just makes it that much deeper. So definitely encourage you to learn another language. And talk about limiting beliefs, right? Oh, man. So, so like, I do not... So that maybe that's an encouraging word, too. So I have very specific areas of limiting beliefs. But in other areas, I have no limits. So, again, distribution curve. Don't beat myself up for having, oh, you got limiting beliefs. Yeah, I probably do have limiting beliefs, but not in everything. Like learning German or French or some foreign language. I don't feel limited on that anymore because I kind of plowed through it. And uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. So limiting beliefs, there you go. Probably have specific ones. So for me, I, I just don't see myself standing on stage in front of 70,000 adoring fans and reminding them that they need to walk in the spirit, right? That's my message, just walk in the spirit. But, you know, is that a limiting belief? I just, you know, I can't see it quite yet, but there it is. It's, it's in germinating, it's marinating. And uh, before I get to 70,000, maybe I should just do with two. <laughs> two people. Well, I had the podcast. I got some listeners. So There you go. What do you got, bud? So, um, Sola Spiritu Ambulatio. A little Latin. And Witty Witham and the Great Relationship. And, um, let's see, is that, that was the three one? The, the Gaussian distribution, the black slices, the the growth. So yeah, it's all there. It's all transformation, reformation, 500 years. Let's move it on, baby. Move on to transformation. Virtue signaling, yeah, 2015, great phrase. And uh, yeah, it kind of typifies, typifies, typifies the organized religion, the virtue signaling. Our hope is in virtue signaling so well that people will just obey our shepherding the flock and protecting you from the false teachers. Yeah, yeah. That's the general message there, isn't it? So, um, you need to get home. The coffee's doing its business of uh, working its way through this magnificent creation that God made. So I uh, need to get home soon, bud. We're about to hit the gate. So we're only like five minutes away. And uh, since we uh, spent so much time on mortgage-backed securities, bubbles, real estate market, um, 
appreciation, growth, supply side, all that good stuff. So um, um, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. I thought it was interesting about my son. You know, he got a good benefit out of it. Save some money through network connections. So networking's good. And I do a bit of networking. And I haven't really quite learned the advanced networking techniques. So we'll keep keep polishing those as we go. So here we are, bud. I gotta get us in here on the gate. There we go. Gate is open. Let's go, bud. And we're almost home. And uh, I will end this well before I get to the home because this is probably nonsense to my wife, right? She's like, what are you talking? What are you, who are you talking to now? Talking to your brother or what? And uh, so, yeah, I don't really, I think I told her I may do some podcasting, but I don't promote it like, hey, you should listen to my podcast because you'll probably not get it. A lot of people don't get stuff, right? So maybe that's part of the learning experience is like Steve Jobs, you know, you, people don't know what they want until you show it to them. So I just gotta keep honing my craft, my podcasting craft here. And uh, I like, I kind of like the idea of the uh, spontaneous podcast and but because it's so, all the other podcasts are supposed to be polished. You know, hit points one, two, three, have a call to action, you know, stay with your super fans. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, not there yet. So we'll, we'll keep this real as always, right? The authentic podcast the things we think but do not podcast or maybe it's got to be the things we think and even podcast then so there you go because I am podcasting and it's a little bit twist but um, I think you get the idea so with that grace and peace my friends and uh, you have a wonderful moment whenever you're listening to this and we shall talk to you later grace peace and mercy bye